there's anything that I know about myself, especially as this was getting laid on my heart, I was like, I know God wants this to be bigger than meal prep. So with that being said, I was like, this will, if this is a thing, this will be a faith-based company. Pick a Bible verse, 1 Corinthians. I prayed over this verse. I prayed over this verse. Come to this verse, 1 Corinthians 10.31. So whatever you do, whether you eat or drink, do it all for the glory of God. I was like, if this business is a thing, that is what we will base this company off of. Welcome to The Champion Life with Kurt Tucker. My purpose is to love, encourage, and empower you to become the champion leader God created you to be and live what I like to call the champion life. A life of abundance, freedom, and victory where you, my friend, are winning in every area of your life. Your faith, your family, your fitness, and your finances. I'm your host, Kurt Tucker. Let's have some fun. Alrighty, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Champion Life Podcast. I'm your host, Kurt Tucker. Today, I got a good one for you. I'm here with my good friend, Josh Link, founder of Visionary Meals, an incredible guy. Josh, how you doing today, brother? What's up, Kurt? Hey, bro. Thank you so much for having me on today. I cannot wait to bring so much insight and knowledge to your family, to your community. Guys, thank you for tuning in today, listening to this podcast. Stay tuned for the whole time on this pod, guys, because we are going to bring you so much value and I cannot get wait to get going. So Kurt, thank you so much for having me, brother. Well, come on, man. Well, I'll tell you guys a story real quick. Josh and I met in March of 2021. It's been a little bit, you know, but a lot has happened in the last couple years since we met. I remember uh, it was in Cleveland. My wife was competing in a figure and fitness show. And then we were hopping on a plane the next morning to head to Aruba. And Josh, man, one of the things I immediately recognized about you, Josh, was just your energy, man. You know, I'm such an energy guy. I always tell my kids, make sure that your energy, your attitude is contagious that other people want to be around you. So I just naturally kind of felt you and I being drawn together. And as we just begin to start talking about you, about your faith, about your company, Visionary Meals, I immediately was like, man, something's going to happen further than just this conversation. Because, you know, sometimes I always say there's, there's friends for a season, there's friends for a reason, and then there's friends for a lifetime. God just brings people in and creates those divine interventions, man. So anyhow, I'm just thankful and grateful that the good Lord brought us together on that day that we could begin to chop it up and build a relationship and and go on and, and you know, begin to do some coaching together, working together and things. And, and so anyhow, I want to ask you real quick, just while we're talking about visionary meals, man, like how was that founded? You know, what was the vision for visionary meals of what even made you start? And tell us a little bit about your business as we kind of get going here today. Yeah, no, real quick, Kurt, I just I do want to touch again on on our inter- first interaction together and and how impactful that was and and how important it is to have such an open mind to the individuals that you cross paths with on a daily basis. I'll never forget our first interaction. It was literally and you used the word energy and it could not have been used in a better sense in a better term because it was like our two energies just like hold together and it was just so gratifying. I left that show and I was just like 
the only thing I was thinking about was our interaction. Uh, you know, I, I, at this time, I called my mom on the way home. She was like, how was the show? I was like, what show? I was like, oh yeah, show was good. I was like, but mom, I met this guy named Kurt. He was fantastic. I was like, we prayed together. Like we did, it was just, it was so impactful. And, and years later down the road, Kurt and I stay, we stay in touch, brother. We're praying for one another. It's just been such an impactful relationship. And you really do. I mean, you guys have heard it on podcasts all around. You've probably heard it on Kurt's podcast. You know, you really are the five most people that you hang around. And that is just such an impactful thing. So keeping your circle small and not to get off topic here, but it's so important, not necessarily to keep your circle small, but to be so just ingrained and fine tuned with who is in your circle and the people that are in your circle. So I'm just so thankful, Kurt, that our paths crossed when they did. And it, and to this day, we might touch here in a second on, on our first interactions through coaching, this thing or that. But to this day, you know, I, I look at someone like yourself in my pocket. And I'm just so, so thankful for that. But Diving into Visionary Meals, guys. Yes. So Visionary Meals, we are a healthy meal prep company. We are we are localized here in central Ohio, getting ready to go nationwide. We're on operated. But how did Visionary Meals start it? So I'm going to give you guys this long story as short as I can. So first and foremost, I went to Wittenberg University in Springfield, played college football there, there four years, got a degree in sociology, specializing in criminal justice with a minor in sports management. My path was law enforcement. That's what I was going to do. Growing up, I was like, I want to kick down doors. I want to shoot bad guys. I want to take all the bad guys out. That is what I was going to do. I was going into law enforcement. There was no if, ands, or buts about it. That's what I was going to do. Going through college, I was getting my degree. And the individual that I was with at this time, we ended up traveling to Texas to visit her family. And we came across this brick and mortar meal prep company. And I was just like, well, this is kind of cool. We walk in there, we grab our meal, put it in the microwave, sit down at this meal prep, and we're enjoying these meals. And we leave there. And all I could think about was just this meal prep. I was like, hmm, what if we brought something like this back to Ohio? <laughs> you know, and the flight back, I'm starting to write down ideas like, man, okay, meal prep this. What about the company? Like, what would we do differently here? But then at this point in time, I'm a junior in college. I'm getting my degree, guys. I'm, I'm focused on football. I'm focused on, on getting my degree, law enforcement. And as, as we go through college, the rest of my junior, senior year, all I could think about was this meal prep business. I was like, why is this getting laid on my heart? Fast forwarding, graduate from college, and I am literally pursuing the police academy. I mean, I'm taking tests, I'm training, I'm doing X, Y, and Z to become a cop. About this is a year or so after graduation, I am almost getting ready to be full-fledged into the police academy, which is about a six to 12 month program, depending on where you do it at. And I come home one night from a friend's house on the drive home, and I was just like, why can I not stop thinking about this business? So that night I go to bed. I literally wake up at like two in the morning. I remember it so vividly. I wake up, I go over to this little, little nook, this seat, this table that I had in my apartment at the time. I flipped on the light and I just start writing down ideas. I'm just like, okay, if I was going to do this business, what would this look like? How would we operate? So forth and so on. Pick, I do the fun things of doing a business, Kurt. You know, you pick the name, you pick the logo this point in time, I was like, okay, it's called Visionary Meals. I love that. You know, we're going to make our slogan envision the best to you. But if there's anything that I know about myself, especially as this was getting laid on my heart, I was like, I know God wants this to be bigger than meal prep. So with that being said, I was like, this will, if this is a thing, this will be a faith-based company. Pick a Bible verse, 1 Corinthians. I prayed over this verse. I prayed over this verse. Come to this verse, 1 Corinthians 1031. So whatever you do, whether you eat or drink, do it all for the glory of God. I was like, if this business is a thing, that is what we will base this company off of. Fast forward even a couple more weeks. 
come home one night. It's a Saturday night. I've literally have built the business. I've built the plan. I've built all the, the necessities to necessarily go live with this company if I wanted to. Remember, I'm I'm literally in the police academy. So the fact that I'm even entertaining this is crazy. So if I know anything about business, it's one, if you can make more money than you spend, you're going to be successful, right? I was like, keep your overhead low, make more money than you spend. And with that being said, I was like, okay, if we were to operate, where would we operate at? Obviously, we need a commercial kitchen. So at this time, the church that I was attending, they actually have an immaculate, brand new, modernized commercial kitchen. It's licensed. It's everything. They would have everything that we need to start this business, to get this business off the ground. It was a Saturday night. I was like, you know what? I'll talk to the church. I'll talk to the pastor. I had a great relationship with him. I was like, I'll talk to him the next day on Sunday after church. We'll check it out and see if it's a thing. Go to bed that night. And I go to bed before I, before I go to bed, I pray. I say, Father God, if this is what you want me to do, I need you to show me. I feel you putting it on my heart. I see that this is the direction you're trying to take me, but God, I'm going to be a cop. That's what I thought you wanted me to do. I've been, I've been busting my butt, training, studying, making flashcards left and right to become a cop. That's what I'm going to do, God. So if I'm, I was being stubborn, Kurt, I was being stubborn. I was like, God, if, if this is what you want, I need you to show me. I go to bed that night, go to church the next morning. As I was leaving church, the individual I was with, she was like, Josh, go check out the kitchen. I was like, oh yeah, let's go look at it. We walk into this kitchen. We're looking around. We're like, man. This kitchen has everything that we would need. It's perfect to get us off the ground. It's perfect. Okay. Well, who do we talk to then? I was like, let me go send an email to the pastor and, we'll, and we'll, we'll see if we can set up a meeting. As I was getting ready to walk out, she goes, oh my gosh, Josh, stop. I go, stop. She's like, stop. She goes, look up on the wall. I'm like, look up the wall. I'm like, turn around and like, look. And she's like, points to the wall to the right of me. Up on the wall, it was decal, 1 Corinthians 1031. So whatever you do, whether you eat or drink, do it all for the glory of God. I was like, okay, amen, amen, God. There's a, there's a sign. <laughs> there's my sign, God. He, I said, God, I need you to show me. He showed me, and the rest is history, baby. Long story short, the funny part about that story is the church denied us. They said, nah, you can't come in here. But that was what I needed to see to say, hey, let's go do this thing. Started the launched the business. I said, screw it. We're starting this in the apartment kitchen on a four burner stove, so small you couldn't even fit four pans. Moved into my mama's kitchen. Now we're in a licensed kitchen, about 13, 1200 square feet. And we broke ground less than a year ago on a 7,000 square foot headquarters coming at the end of this year. Come on, somebody. Let's go. Let's go. God is good. <laughs> so, so, man, I want to come back to uh, one question on that. But one of the things that when I think about, as you guys can already tell, Josh's energy is contagious, right? And there's a saying that when God gives you a vision, he will supply the provision. And it's never for a lack of resources, but it's a lack of resourcefulness. That anytime God gives us a vision and, and he's laying it on our heart, right? Which when you see the word heart in scripture, it's really referring to the whole entire being of who we are as a man or a woman, our spirit, our soul, our mind, our will, our emotions, our body, where, you know, he gave you that vision and it was just like, okay, you just now begin to start asking. And I love, you know, Jesus says it multiple times. All we got to do is ask. Ask and it will be given to you, right? And so I love that. So 7,000 square foot facility, you guys are building this thing up. You're kind of close to the Columbus, Ohio area, right, Josh? You know, over in that central Ohio, man, which is so incredible. So, well, let's talk about this. When it comes to your faith, man, 
How has your faith impacted in not only your life, but your business? How does that help you operate visionary meals on a day-to-day basis as your company's growing, it's expanding, you're hiring, you're, I mean, how does your faith impact your business, Josh? It's everything. It's everything. One, we wouldn't be a business without it. Um, We would have failed. We would have failed a long, long time ago. First off, being in the industry of just food itself, the restaurant industry per se, these numbers may have changed. But last time I looked at these numbers, normal turnover rate is about 40% amongst most industries. The turnover rate in the restaurant industry is about 70%. So it's just much, much higher. And it's so hard to retain good employees and just to grow a company. And I've said it from the beginning and I'll I'll never stop saying it because he always provides. But anytime when a key employee or um, something that I thought we needed didn't happen that I thought was going to happen, he has always opened the door. Multiple times, I've I've had fantastic chefs in the past, multiple times where I'm like, this is the chef I'm going to take it to the moon with. And they come to me a month later, hey, Josh, I have a different endeavor that I'm getting ready to take on. I'm looking at this business. And I was like, first off, if you guys heard anything about my history, I did not talk about cooking. <laughs> so cooking is not my passion and nor is it necessarily my skill set. Now, God qualifies the call. He doesn't call the call the qualified necessarily, but he, he gave me all the tools that I needed to be successful to start this company at one point in time. But my faith, every aspect of this company has been the foundation because there have been many times I've looked at numbers. I've looked at uh, situations where I'm like, I don't know what we're going to do. Just go get on my knees and get into prayer and say, God, I give it to you. I know that you're going to close the right doors and you're going to open the right doors. And just showing him that trust and giving, giving him that trust as Christians, as believers, as individuals that walk every day in your faith, that is all you need to do because he will provide. And it might not be in your time, but it's going to be on his time. And I can tell you what, his time is better than your time. Yes, I love that, man. You know, and as you're growing as a leader, as your company is expanding, one of the things that I think back to, and I love to hear what you said, because you're really big on personal development. You're really big on continuing to work on yourself as a leader. As I like to say, all leadership begins with self-leadership. And I remember even when we kind of were beginning our relationship a couple years ago and we begin to start talking about what it would look to work, you know, together, there were some struggles that you were kind of trying to build through. What was maybe one or two things that as we were kind of working together that you kind of feel were foundational that are kind of serving you and helping you today? I know one of the things you had mentioned is just that daily morning routine of setting yourself up to be your best. So maybe touch on that a little bit and anything else that kind of comes to mind, Josh, and how that is helping you grow daily to really be the leader that God's created you to be. Yeah, no, really good question, Kurt. I I would say any individual that wants more for themselves in this life, you don't have to own your own company. You don't have to, you don't have to be a CEO. Like if you want more for your life, find a morning routine that sets you up for success for the rest of the day. I have tried to operate this company without taking care of my stuff and my my personal self like I do in the morning. I've I've tried to operate this company not doing that, and I've operated this company doing that. I can tell you what, we are a much better company. I'm a much better leader when I take care of my stuff in the morning. And for example, like Kurt's saying, guys, I just before this call was telling Kurt, you know, what what I was doing in in the morning, first thing I do is I go work out. 
you know, for me, that, that works for me. I used to be an evening lifter and there's nothing wrong with that per se. And, and there were reasons why I had to lift in the evening, you know, for, for the company, I would have really long and late nights. So, it, you know, I wouldn't be able to get up as early. Um, and then, so I had to get my lifts in at late, but I've been able to, as you know, almost five years of growing this company, been able to, if here, here's the key takeaway on, honestly, if you want to control your mornings, you want to control your mornings, control your evenings right? The second you take control of your your evenings is the second you take control of your mornings. And that's what I was eventually able to do. I was trying to do that for years, but it just t- it takes time when you're growing a company. So to go off Kurt's point here, when Kurt and I, before we worked together, I did not have a solid morning routine. In. You know, one thing that was one of our main focuses was to be consistent in the word. All right. Whether you do it first thing in the morning, midday, end of day, whenever it might be, be consistent in the word. Okay. Take that time, be present with God because he's going to put things on your, because this world, the second we wake up, these phones start buzzing. You're like, I got to do this. I got to do that X, Y, and Z and distractions just start overflowing your mind. Take time, whether it's five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, just to pause and give your attention to God because he's trying to speak to you all day, but he can't get to you when you're constantly on your phone, texting, worrying about the next thing. So Kurt, you know, one of the things that we did was obviously implement a solid morning routine. For me, that looks like I'm going to get get my workout in the morning. I'm going to get in the word for about 15 to 20 minutes. I'm going to pray. I do a little bit of yoga. Um, I get my breakfast in, shower, on with my day guys. And that is truly the success to, to anybody. And like I said, you don't have to be a CEO. You don't have to own your own business to implement. If you want more for your life, take control and implement those small things every day. I love that. I love that. Cause you're right. You, you don't, I mean, you know, for us, we're both entrepreneurs. I've been an entrepreneur for the last 20 years. I love the freedom of being an entrepreneur. And that's the reason why I chose this path. But if you're if you're a mom, if you're a dad, if you're a husband, if you're a wife, if if you're listening to this right now, I mean, here's the deal is we all have busy lives. But the number one equalizer that we all have is time. All of us don't have the same education level. You know, all of us don't come from the same background where some of us had money. Some of us didn't. Some of us came from this school, that school. But time is that number one equalizer to where at the end of the day, you know, how we spend that time. And like you said earlier, who we spend that time with. I don't know about you, Josh, but I guard my time. I have to. At 41 years young, when people are are reaching out, hey, can I get 15 minutes of your time? Well, I think about 15 minutes of time. I could think about it financially. Well, if my time is worth $1,000 an hour, well, that 15 minutes is $250 that I'm exchanging. I feel blessed to be in a position to where I can exchange that. But I want to make sure that who I'm spending time with, I can do what I like to call pitching and catching. You know, if you grew up playing sports, there's nothing worse than when you're trying to throw a baseball with somebody and they just keep throwing into the dirt or throwing it over your head and you're running and you're getting it. It's like, man, I want somebody that I can pitch and catch with, that we're bouncing ideas back off, you know, that we're talking creativity, we're talking strategy. How can I be a better husband, a better father, a better leader in my business? How can I go next level, raising my standards, give me accountability, right? Like I want guys that are going to speak truth into me and hold me accountable. If I'm not living to the level that I should be living at, I want a friend to say, hey man, listen, here's the deal. You said you wanted this, right? And I know that that was one of the things early on that you said, like, hey, Kurt, man, I really feel like I'm crushing it in a lot of these areas, but I can't seem to figure out how to get a solid routine in in the morning 
And I'm such a believer in that foundation, man. So I was like, we're going to attack this. And I'm glad to see that it's, it's, it's working for you, man. And that you're still doing it. You know, that's the really cool thing is that you're still doing it a year and a half later. You know, that's a true habit is that when you begin to do something and you're doing it a year and a half later, right? Like that's how you know it, it is stuck, man. So, so morning routine, maybe, you know, what's maybe another thing, Josh, that just kind of sticks out to you in the last year and a half that you maybe feel like you've gotten more discipline in that's helping you as a leader? Yeah, I would say that kind of going back to what you just said is my time being very careful of how I spend my time as I integrate myself into just different avenues and, and career paths and being an entrepreneur, like you said, that, that time is so, so valuable. So I, you know, as I have been able to put myself in position to financially support myself at, at a better to standard, for example, this might sound silly to some, but I bought my dream truck not long ago and I love this baby. Um, yeah. I'm very, it's a, it's a Ford Raptor 2023, 37 package. This is my dream truck guys. I speaking of that hard work. You can't beat hard work. If you guys want something, go out there and hustle, grind your face off. Uh, you'll, you'll get, you'll get what you're chasing. But, um, you know, with, since it's my dream truck, I want to keep it clean. I want to keep it spotless. I, it might be silly to some people, but I pay someone every month to come detail my truck. Why? Not because I can't do it. Not because I'm not capable of it. Not because um, I, I'm too good to clean my truck, but because that three to four hours of what it takes to detail my truck is valuable time. And I look at that time and I'm like, you know what? My time could be spent making money, could be impacting lives, could be changing lives, uh, helping my team versus three to four hours of detailing my truck. So just very, very intentional about where I spend my time. And, and I, that is something that I've just constantly remind myself, okay, someone wants me to go do this with them. What is this going to do to me? I want now with that being said, guys, as Christians, we are called to be selfless. We are called to serve. We are called to give, right? That doesn't mean God wants you to just give yourself to everyone and, and, and you know, give up all your time and, and take all your energy. But there are times that when you look at something, okay, what is this going to do for me? There might not be a lot that's done for you, but if you think that this is going to have an impact and bring someone closer to the Lord or encourage someone to get out of depression or encourage someone to start their own business, if you think that is going to happen, even when you look at it and you're like, I'm not sure what I'm going to get to the, get out of this, that's okay. You know why? Because God put us on this earth to serve. God put us on this earth to have impact. So if someone's reaching out to you, that could be God put it on their heart to touch base with you because he knows you have the tools and resources to make an impact on their life. So yes, time, but also serving, 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 serving. I'm very careful about my time. But with that being said, I love to serve the individuals that God has put into my life. That's so good, man. Two things came to my mind as you were sharing that, Josh. Number one is, is my wife for her 50th birthday, I got her a Range Rover and blacked out everything that she wanted. And uh, she takes that thing and, and she she washes it. She's got that unlimited wash package at a really nice car wash near us. And she's always going through and so forth and so on uh, because that's her baby, man. And, and, you know, and she it was a gift. And anytime God gives us a gift, we want to steward it well, right? So, so I love that, man. And then I think about, you know, what you were talking about, that, that time investment. But then I think about that she does that because she wants to do that, not because she has to do that. Now, there's certain things that she doesn't like to do. Like she doesn't like to go to the grocery, right? Like she doesn't. So guess what? She click in orders. And they drop it off at our doorstep. Like she doesn't go to the group. Why? Because 
her time to, to spend two seconds to order it. Basically, 80% of the stuff that you get from the grocery is the same every single week. We use the same almond milk. We get the uh, same yeah. organic <laughs> strawberries. So you click and order. And, and this might be something right here if you're an entrepreneur and you're trying to dial in something, friends. You know, Josh just touched on something that's huge is you've got to know where you're spending your time. Just like you should do a financial budget or a financial audit on a monthly basis to see where you're spending your money, you should do the same for your time so that you can really see where am I spending time at? Am I wasting it? Social media scrolling, watching videos. I'm a huge Reds fan. I remember, you know, 15, 20 years ago, I used to watch the Reds play every night. And guess what? Those games were from seven o'clock to about 10 o'clock. And then one day it hit me. Hey man, what could I do in this three hours in the evening? You know, when I wrote my book, The Champion Life Playbook, I wrote that book over about a nine month period, getting up at 5 a.m. and literally taking two hours to write in the morning before my day got started. Because when my day would get started, I've got four kids, I've got three businesses, I've got things running that still have to run. So I had to build the book on top of everything else. So I began to start asking myself, what do I need to get rid of? What, what do I need to automate, delegate, and eliminate so that I have the time to do the things that I want to do? And, and that's the quickest path is, hey, listen, if I don't want to clean the, you know, that three hours of, of detailing and taking care of that gift can be put into the business. So that's that's a game changer, man. I, I love that. I love that. You know, yeah. speaking of that, I want to ask you a tag on question of that, man, is because it, it sounds to me like, you know, that's what that's definitely a thing that separates you. Because, Josh, how, how old are you? How young are you? <laughs> 28, 20. I'll so, be 20. So, you know, so you've been grinding this business for five years, man. That's definitely a separate. What else would you say, man, separates you from these other people who are thinking, I want to start a business. Maybe they're in a business, but they're not having the success. And they hear a web or you know, a podcast like this. They're like, man, this dude's killing it, man. His business is growing. He's got the truck he wants. There's probably a couple things that they're probably not doing, right? And that's okay, by the way, if you're listening to this, because we've all been there, right? You know, that, that's called wisdom where you're learning. What do you think separates you from what you do with humility? Because I know Josh is a very humble guy, but like you said, man, at the end of the day, you are putting in work that other people aren't putting in. What would you say is one or two things that you feel are separating you from other people that will be contributing to your success? That's a good question, Kurt. Um, I, you you kind of just said it, and I and I hate to be cliche and, and maybe even say the obvious, but hard work, truly, truly, guys, like just the term hard work. And and when I say hard work, I want to I want to piggyback another word with uh, the the phrase hard work, which is sacrifice. I am I'm I'm 28 years old. I have I have had great relationships that I have lost and 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 I'm not sitting here and saying it's because of business but I have sacrificed a lot. I'm 28, I'm single and truly it's it's a path that I have chosen and that doesn't mean you can't have a relationship that's not at all what I'm trying to say but the there are many things in this life. I haven't been on a vacation in over 5 years. I'm also not advocating that. I got Vegas planned later in this year in July so I got a vacation coming up but sacrifice and and because of that 
well, hard work. And because of that hard work, it's taken a lot of sacrifice. Um, there are, you know, being, being younger, being in my twenties, there are constant options to, to go, go out and party. There are constant options to go run to the beach for a weekend. There are con- constant options to, to just go out and just do things. And again, I'm not sitting here and saying that you can't do those things if you're an entrepreneur, if you're starting your own company. But what it has taken is an immense amount of sacrifice, guys. Kurt used the word earlier today, you know, optimize and delegation. I have I have optimized, and, and when I say I, I say myself and my team. We have optimized so many processes and procedures inside this company. I have delegated hundreds and hundreds of tasks inside this company. But before anything could be optimized, before anything could be delegated, someone had to do it. Someone had to figure it out. Someone had to learn, okay, this is going to need optimized. This is how we're going to optimize this. Someone said, someone needed to learn, aka myself, okay, I'm going to delegate this because this is not my best skill set. This is not my passion. So I'm going to put someone in place that is better at this than me. I have an amazing registered dietitian and director of operations on my staff. One of my most recent hires was an executive assistant. Uh, Shout out Casey, shout out Alexis. And I have an amazing kitchen team, head chef Aliyah and sous chef Maddie. Guys, I have delegated things that are A, either not my skill set or B, not my passion. So delegating these things and learning where your time should be spent. Again, coming back on time. But at the end of the day, Kurt, the answer is is hard work, guys. I, I'm telling you what, I have missed out on so much in this life. And, and one of my favorite things, uh, one of my favorite sayings from Dave Ramsey, whether you like him or not, I know there's mixed emotions out there. One of the things that Dave Ramsey says, live your life like no one else now. So later you can live your life like no one else. Basically what he means there is sacrifice, be disciplined, hard work now. So later down the road, whether it's at age 30, 35, 40, 50, whenever it falls in line with your life, that you are literally living a life like no one else, whether that means you're debt-free, whether that means you're being able to take the trips that you want to take, whether that means you have the financial freedom, the, the flexible flexibility in your schedule. Right now I have chosen the path to live my life like no other 28-year-old. There are not many 28-year-olds living their life like me. I get up at you know anywhere from 6 to 7 a.m. in the morning, and my day literally does not stop until 10, 11, 12 at night. I'm not exaggerating when I say that. These are the longest days of, of, of any 28-year-old you know out there. And I'm not saying there's not other 28-year-olds grinding their face off like I am, but I have chosen this path because I am putting myself in position and I am just years. And when I say years, two, three, four years away from having the financial freedom that I desire, the flexibility in my schedule that I desire, because I have put in the work and I have sacrificed what most 20-year-olds do at this point in time in their life. Come on. And, you know, like you've talked a lot about serving, you know, Josh, your company has an incredible mission. Right. And, uh, you know, real quick. So, so, Josh, where can just people here uh, who are listening to this, where where can they find you, man? I want to make sure that they can find you, follow you, follow this this vision you know, in this mission that Visionary Meals is on, because I believe it, I'm speaking it in the name of Jesus right now, declaring it that Visionary Meals is going to be everywhere, nationwide, and maybe even beyond that, where people can have what you're providing, which is healthy food, you know what I mean? 
but it's more than healthy food because I know when somebody gets one of your meals and they see a scripture on it, they see a, a, a person who had such a vision that was given by God, like there is an anointing on this company. That's why I feel so thankful and grateful, you know, that our passive cross that I had just a small part in this journey, so to speak, of this company becoming what it's becoming. So how, how can people find you, man? How can they follow you, follow this this journey of Visionary Meals? You know, t- tell us where we can find you at, brother. Hey guys, uh, just like most most 20 year olds, most kids these days, uh, Instagram, of course, josh.link.visionary. Um, definitely go follow, check me out there, shoot me a follow. Um, but also I encourage you all to really, m- more importantly, follow our business page, uh, just Visionary Meals on Instagram. And of course you can find us online, just visionarymeals.com. But the, the main reason that I encourage all of you to follow not only myself, but this business. I tell people all the time, this is not my business. This is God's business. Uh, he has put people in place that that you you dream of growing a company with. And, and we are so fortunate as a company. I am so fortunate as a CEO to have the individuals that I have in place in this company. And Kurt said it, guys, uh, we're, we're not just a meal prep company. Yes, that is the platform that we use. We use meals. We use Food is a a platform that we use to further God's kingdom. I can tell you right now, anybody that has experienced another meal prep company and then experienced ours, they say there's something different about this company. And it's not just the quality of food. Yes, we're farm to table. We source 90% of our products from local farms. We're 100% gluten-free. But it is the, I, I you know I tell people all the time, we, we are not here selling a product. We are selling a feeling. And that is what we do here at Visionary Meals. And Kurt said it, yes, we're going nationwide next year. We're going to touch so many lives. Every meal that you get gets a Bible verse on it. And, and yes, we've gotten some kickback about it, but I can promise you that Bible verse will never waver. That Bible verse will never move. It will forever be on that meal. You see, if you're watching this video, you see a small cross in our logo right now. You guys, this is a faith-based company that is going to touch lives. And I just, I encourage all of you to just tune in for it. Even if meal prep is not even a desire of yours, if you don't even care about meal prep, tune in for the mission at hand because the hearts and individuals behind this company are changing lives. My head chef is changing lives. She's an individual inside the kitchen, but she gets our customers that reach out to her and just talking about the product. Wow, your, your food has literally changed my life. Uh, Casey, my registered dietitian, she has uh, she has worked with hundreds of clients that have lost thousands of pounds total. Guys, this company is changing lives, and I'm telling you right now, if you're not tuning in, you need to because you need to get top on the wave with us because we need your momentum, we need your support, and of course, we need your love. Man, I love that, dude. I love that. Well, man, I got one last question for you, Josh. You know, you with Champion Builders Academy, one of the things that I love to talk about my mission is is helping people live what I like to call the champion life. It's a life of abundance. It's a life of freedom. It's a life of victory where we're winning in every single area of our life. Our faith, our fitness, our family, our finances, we're having fun, right? So for you, man, what does the champion life mean to you? Man, that's a tough question. But at the end of the day, living a champion life to me means living the life of your purpose, living the life of your passion. I solely believe that God has instilled a purpose in every individual that walks this earth. And I actually just had this conversation with my leadership team the other day. Every Sunday, we do a, 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 we're do we in a book club together. It's just four of us. 
And we're, we're reading a book right now. We're reading a book. Um, it's called leadership, not by the book. It's about the founder of Hobby Lobby, an amazing book. Kurt, I encourage you to read it if you have not already. Um, but we are reading this book. But the other day I just told my team, you know, we were talking about one of the chapters in the book and I was sharing with them how important it is to live inside our purpose and our passion. And that I shared with them, guys, it's easy for me to be like, live inside your purpose, live inside your passion as I'm growing this company. But I'm sharing this with my leadership team. And I solely believe they are all inside their purpose and their passion and when it attaches to visionary meals. But someone may hear that and be like, I'm not passionate and I don't feel like my purpose is finance or don't feel like my purpose or passion is selling insurance or whatever it might be. Living inside your purpose and your passion may not have anything to do with your career. And I think that's so important as individuals walk this life because so many people, they're like, they're shouting out their company and they're like, man, they're, they're, they're just hyping themselves up for the platform that they sit on that God maybe put them there. Where, you know, I solely believe God has put me where I'm at. Kurt, I know God has put you where you're at, you know, on this platform of growing businesses because of the interactions that you get to have with God's children and the impact that you get to serve. But it's so important that individuals know that your purpose and your passion might not have anything to do with your career. It may be serving at your church. It may be um, helping out this nonprofit. So that is just one thing that I know is so important. But living a champion life is it means living inside your purpose and or your passion and just serving the children that God has has put into your life. Guys, we are put on this earth for, for truly one purpose and one purpose only. And is that is to bring God's children to his kingdom. All right. To 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 love and praise our Lord and Savior, right? To ask forgiveness when we need it and to bring God's children to his kingdom at the end of the day. And whatever platform you use to do that, whatever mission you use to do that, whatever organization you serve in to do that, at the end of the day, if you are doing that, that is what living a champion life is to me. Man, I love that. I love that. You know, champion builders, the great commission, right, says that we are to what? We are to go out and make disciples. All I did was take out, make disciples and put in build champions. That's it, man. It's we're going out there and we're pouring into other people, loving, encouraging, empowering people to go out and be their very best. Man, it's a game changer. Well, man, you know, guys, I want to encourage you. Hopefully you've been inspired today by today's episode. You have that you have felt Josh and I's energy, our passion, our enthusiasm for life come through the video or the audio that you're listening to. This. And I want to encourage you, go follow Josh, go follow Visionary Meals. And I also want to encourage you, you know, that when his company goes nationwide, and if you live in the Cleveland, Columbus area for sure right now, you can find a local gym that his meals are at. And when he goes nationwide, support this guy. That's what the kingdom is all about, guys, is supporting those who are going out there, using their gifts that God has given them, following the passion and the purpose that God has planted in them, man, to support each other. So Josh, man, I want to thank you so much for jumping on, man. We're behind you 100%, man. I'm super proud of you too, man. I, I, want, to, I want to give honor where honor is due, that you've been one of the most teachable, coachable people I've ever worked with where you've just said, hey, man, and it's because the vision God has given you. It, you are a great steward of the gift that God has given you, man. Your team is lucky to have you as a leader, and I know you feel the same way about them, man. So I want to thank you for your time, and uh, it's been awesome, brother, connecting with you. Kurt, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate your time. And, and for all of our listeners and viewers, guys, today, I encourage and, you know, I pray over all of you, and I just encourage you guys like I just got done saying, live inside that purpose, live inside that passion, but continue to tune into this podcast 
I'm telling you what, Kurt, one of the first things that I noticed about this dude was the wisdom and knowledge that God prevails through him. And, and you guys continue to tune in to his knowledge. I promise you it will be revolutionary. I am the man that I am today because a lot of the interactions that Kurt had today. So I'm very thankful for it. And, uh, you know, I just look, I'm so excited for, for more to come. So Kurt, thank you so much. Whoever tuned in, my listeners, my audio guys, thank you guys. God bless and keep grinding. I love it, man. I love it. Well, guys, that's another episode of the Champion Life Podcast. We love you guys. Keep growing and keep going. And we'll see you guys out there. Have a blessed one. See ya. Thank you so much for listening to the Champion Life Podcast. I hope that you learned a thing or two that can help you create the champion life that you desire and that God has for you. Now, before you go, I have one ask. If this episode resonated with you in any way, I want to hear about it. Please shoot me a personal message on Facebook at Kurt Tucker or Instagram at Kurt D. Tucker. Stay tuned for the next episode, my friend. And as always, keep growing and keep going.